0: This is Story Mike. And this is where the story kind of gets crazier. Everyone's family's kind of weird. There's always a new day. Every Monday, stories from around the globe. Everything
1: my life changed. This is the best moment of my life.
0: Shared to our microphone. What is going on? And that one decision changed my life. This is Story Mike on the Mormon Channel. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Story Mike. Today, we're going to embark on a discovery mission. Peggy Lauritsen leads the way as she recounts how she used her keen eye for detail and vast expertise in genealogy work to uncover something huge. Are you ready to go? Here's Peggy.
1: Um, I am a genealogy teacher, and I present at a lot of different conferences across the United States. And like most genealogy speakers, I'm checking for things the night before, like to see make sure that links are correct and screenshots are correct. And I rarely ever go live with Wi-Fi in these conferences because you don't know if the Wi-Fi is going to be sketchy or or there's too much bandwidth being used or something. And so what I will do is I, I just do screenshots of these things. So I was checking on family search for my grandparents that I have used several times before. And I do a parent search where I put in their names and their daughter, Cora, comes up. And everything was looking good. So the next day, I checked the Wi-Fi in the place where I was to be speaking, and it was actually very good there. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just do it live like this. I'll show them the process of how it's done. So there was probably seven, 800 people in this room. And I put in the names of the set of grandparents of mine from about the 1800s. And as I was doing that, I knew that their daughter, Cora, would be the one that would come up. However, this time, Cora and another child came up. And this child's name was Matt, little baby Matt, who was born and died in the same year of 1912. And I was, I was thunderstruck. I turned my back to the audience, and I kept thinking, "Well, who are you?" He wasn't there the night before. So on the way home, I called my sisters. And I said to them, I said, do we have a, a baby Matt Gerhardt in the family? And they said, well, no, who's that? And I said, well, I'm asking you because you guys are older than I am. I, <laughs> you would know. And they said, no, we don't have any Matt Gerhardt in the family. Well, I started looking, and because of indexing, little baby Matt had come up just overnight to be added to this family. Now, the reason that this is unique is because my parents were wonderful genealogists, and they knew these grandparents. Of, they were my mother's grandparents. They knew them quite well, lived beside them, even lived with them for a while. There was never any record in my parents' genealogies about this little baby, Matt, nothing at all. Typically in New England, you will find that if a baby died, the next baby of that same sex will be named the very same name. That doesn't always happen in the South. So, little baby Matt was never mentioned again, and my mother would have been born the very next year in 1913. This was four and a half years ago, and since then, I have begun finding baby after baby after baby. I have found babies that were, they died the same day as their mother, probably in childbirth. I have found babies that died and were buried with their grandparents, and they have no tombstone of their own. The oldest child that I have found that we didn't have was only four years old. Some of these children died of malnutrition, some because of premature birth. One baby died at three weeks old because of syphilis. So these babies are tragically experiencing death. One died because she was sitting on her big sister's lap, and they were in a rocking chair kind of pushing off on a pot-bellied stove in front of them. On the pot-bellied stove was a pot of beans and it began to inch closer and closer to the edge until it finally fell into little baby Betty's lap. And it covered her. She was three years old, and it took her three days to die. Now, these babies have begun to increase in number as I found them. Until just about two weeks ago, I have now found baby number 102 that we did not have in our families. So. My advice and my counsel is for those that may think that all of their genealogy is done, you just might want to revisit that and just go back again and look for those children that might not be recorded in too many safe places that we are common to look at. You might just need to go back and look again. Some things that may have occurred in my own personal life are just the inclinations that you might get to follow a prompting, just a gut feeling that you may have that something is not quite right. One of those, again, back to genealogy, occurred on a death certificate. And my sister had been saying, Peggy, I've got this death certificate. I've got, I've got to get it up on a family search. I just, I just haven't, I don't know how to do it. And I kept putting her off and putting her off. And finally, a couple of weeks after her husband died, she says, "Peggy, I need to get that up there." I says, "Okay, let's do it right now." We were on the phone, and I said, "Tell me the name of the baby and where did you get this from?" She said, "Family Search." So I said, "All right." And what is the uh, file number on the death certificate? She told me. So I go to Family Search, and I, I see a death certificate for this baby's name. It was just Baby Shaineman was the only thing it went under. And as I'm looking at the cause of death. I see in parentheses another word, and I I could hardly read it. So I began to enlarge the screen. And I kept enlarging it, enlarging it. I I first thought it said Irwin on it. And I thought, well, that's kind of odd. But the larger I made that that image, then I saw where it said twin. And so I called her and I said, get your death certificate out and get your magnifying glass. And I, I told her where to look. And I asked her, I said, what is the death certificate number that you have? And so she she told me, and I said, my number is one number away. And so she says, oh my goodness, this baby was a twin. She says, we would have totally missed out on the fact that there was another baby with that. So sometimes you just, you have to go with your gut. It would have been easy just to record this baby and not look at the details on it. So I think that in doing this, it helps us to connect with the past like that. Peggy, we are truly
0: impressed with your detective skills. So many children have now been found. Thank you. To everyone listening, I say, what have you discovered lately? We know you all have a story or two worth sharing. To share your stories, whether they be life lessons or pranks gone wrong, go to mormonchannel.org slash storymike. See you next week.